0: Hey guys, family and friends and devoted fans know I have a cyst on my brain, those of you who didn't know probably aren't that surprised. It was discovered during a crazy incident when me and my family thought I was having a stroke. Turned out to be just an overdose on the lean. Accidental. Check out the episode for details. Well, seriously, after a bout of headaches and dizziness and ringing ears, my doctor wants to take another look. So, in honor of having an MRI this week, I'm dropping a reissue of the episode and how and why it was discovered. It's a pretty funny story. My brother BJ is my Trip Sherpa, see what I did there with Trip? And remembers things from the incident that I don't. An MRI to check out assist should be a serious thing, but I'm not taking it that seriously. Unless I get some really bad news, which I'm not expecting, because I'm an optimist. Anyway, sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this revisited rerun episode of
1: Tony on the Mic.
0: Hey, folks, I'm back. That's right. I'm back. Sorry for the downtime, but an out of town funeral followed by a COVID scare and three, count them, three negative COVID tests, then an accidental overdose on cough syrup that landed me in the hospital. It's been quite a month. Anyway, this episode, I try to describe my first trip and defend my honor and integrity. I was not trying the caesura for a lean or a purple drink for fun, because honestly, it was no fun at all. Fun fact, in 2019, an estimated one out of every 10 teenagers used cough syrup or cold medicine to get high. Hmm. Anyway, my family thought I was having a stroke. I honestly thought I was dying and was negotiating with God. And a few days in the hospital later, they found a cyst on my brain. Good time. But all's well that ends well. I'm good. I'm back. I'm healthy. So sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this hallucinogenic episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins, as these stories often do. It was Everybody's mistake.
1: going. He is in denial. No, I'm. <laughs> I may. All addicts are out there going. No. <laughs> oh man, this poor guy. It's they're dude. playing. They're playing you at the me- at the, right at at the, the m- meeting. At the meetings. Check this guy out. Everybody's like, oh. That's that's, when our children tell our story. Listen to my story about a man. And I don't have an anger problem, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'll kill the next person that said I do. You have no control (laughs) who lives, who dies, who tells your story.
0: And I'm going to the bathroom. And at this point. You're in the closet. I'm (laughs) trying. Story, 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 that one was just sad. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Osteoarthritis. That, uh, yeah, that was yeah. me. Pre diabetes. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs>
1: you don't mind? No, no. Uh, COVID have an ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of a. I am not an <laughs> addict.
0: I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence and I'm Tony on the mic. Today, I am joined by my dear brother (laughs) Noomsi. That's a Eddie Murphy, golden child callback for those of you unaware. My dear brother BJ. He's a co-host, always a good voice to have on board to help me keep grounded and stay on track. And we're going to talk about my trip. Yes, I went on a trip we went to Boston, which was a trip. Then I came home and OD'd on cough medicine, which was a trip. The good news is they found a cyst in my brain. Uh I guess that's good news. The good news is they're finding an MRI they would not have done had I not OD'd. And I would not have OD'd had I not thought I had COVID. I'll call you a guest, maybe a co host, something. Uh All right. it's been a little it's been a minute between podcasts, folks, and your boy was in the hospital for a bit and uh have to tell you the story and a couple other things. We'll set up a little bit. We went to my uncle's funeral. Uh, if you listen to the death podcast with Tom Toll, you realize that was a precursor to this. The thing about the funeral was funerals are necessary. Funerals are good. Funerals are cleansing. You know all these things, and so it's always good to see family members. It's always good to see people that you wouldn't ordinarily see and you always see them it's the worst circumstances but everybody's right like on their best behavior everybody's their most embracing most loving and everything like that so we went back most most people masked would you say most people were masked yeah yeah, yeah. um mostly yeah i, I would was... say 90% in yeah. the
1: in the uh funeral home in the inside yeah inside and then, uh, probably about the same outside maybe a little less
0: yeah maybe a few less and that was in Boston. i don't know what their their requirements are but it felt safe you know um there was a lot of people There was probably over a hundred people easily because i think they said they set up a hundred chairs and there are still people standing
1: i think the masks just the presence of the masks make it still even though it's been a couple years now it's still weird and makes you think of potential danger yeah uh so it's like oh man masks everyone's masked up somebody might have covid right you know, like somebody uh well so
0: hopefully somebody with a mask so hopefully yeah. the other. yeah the only reason i bring covid up is i got sick on the last day i was not feeling good uh had to rest took a nap before dinner and all that stuff we flew home got home i was just wiped out figured it was just a cold no big deal lay down take some you know vitamin c some cold medicine be good so when we landed we heard our cousin naani tested positive for covid and we had a dinner with him and we were hugs and we were stuff and he was vaccinated and i was vaccinated so you know but of course in 2021 you start coughing you think i have covid it's like in the old 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 days the movies if you cough you had tb tuberculosis right and that's how they kind of tipped that they had tuberculosis. If you see somebody in a movie cough, uh oh, they have TB. Right. Yeah. So I went out and got a COVID test uh, after we got home. Came back negative, luckily. Now, you had a, you had one too, right? I did. I got one on, I couldn't
1: get one until Monday. Okay. Uh, And so.
0: Well, yours is better because the first day I went in, like on Tuesday, right after we got back, and I said, yeah, I heard if somebody I was with had COVID, I want to get a test took the test came back negative but my primary care called and said i see you took a covid test what's uh what's up i said well i was exposed to somebody had COVID, but it's negative i'm well honestly you probably took it too soon you probably need a good five to seven days at least and right that's what i said (laughs) like what the hell so i went in like three days later for the second covid test and and it was negative but i was feeling feeling bad (laughs) got COVID still yeah still not feeling (laughs) great you want mine no no COVID have an ass (laughs) I'm pretty sure I don't have COVID you want to drink this there was there's a whole series of things that was going on obviously the sadness with you know passing him Uncle Cliff and the memories and everything and then the not feeling well COVID drama and, you know, listeners know I have my own business. It's pool business, and it's mostly me, and I have to go out. So I was taking Tuesday off for sure, and I could still catch up and tighten up the rest of the week. And then Wednesday, I felt worse. I mean, I was just beat. So I called Austin, called a couple people to help try and cover, fill in some gaps. Wednesday night, I got some cough medicine, and there were two bottles. One is Delsum, which is a 12-hour cough medicine. One was Theraflu, which you take every four hours. Theraflu, you take- Is a liquid? Yeah, they're both liquid. They're both red.
1: I mean, like, Theraflu, is is it a powder you mix no, in? No,
0: no. They, they do have that powder, but this was liquid. This was just- Pre-mixed? Was pre-mixed, just, just like cough syrup. Okay. Just like anything else. But that, you take 30 milliliters every four hours. Uh-huh. So, in my brain, I had 30 milliliters. And I'm not reckless. I mean, I'm not super instructions all the time. But I'm not reckless. And, I, and I'm and i definitely not thrill-seeking or anything with drugs. I just, you know, my whole philosophy is if I get sick, treat the symptoms, get some sleep, pound the fluids, and carry on. So, that night, about 8 o'clock... I took uh, 30 milliliters of Delsim, which you're only supposed to take 10 every 12 hours. Then about midnight, I woke up coughing, so I took 30 more. About 3 or 4 a.m., I woke up. You guessed it, 30 more. And then about 7 a.m., I'm up, and I'm trying to get ready to go to work. I'm just I'm going to go to work. I'm going to, you know, just get enough cough medicine in my syrup cause, or in my system. Because if I'm not coughing, I'm okay. I can walk. But the funny thing is, I couldn't walk. And dude, <laughs> it was crazy.
1: This will be a little demonstration of that. <laughs> listen, listen up. What was that? That was my skull. I'm so
0: wasted. <laughs> now, I'm backfilling some of the story. Like, obviously, I had no idea I was taking way too much of this medicine. And then I also did not know that I'm on Fluxatine, which is a generic Prozac. Uh, I take 10 milliliter, or whatever, of that. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the drug interactions... Which you should always do, ladies should. and gentlemen. You should, yes. Always, always Always baby. do. But in my defense... If I just took the Theraflu in the doses that I thought I was taking, nothing would have happened. Everything would have been fine. But since I had the wrong medicine, always check the labels, listeners. Now, what do you mean you had the wrong medicine? There was Delsum and Theraflu. Right. I read the instructions for the Theraflu and even made a point to try, you know, okay, I'm going to take some at 8. When I wake up in the middle of the night, and then first thing in the morning, and that should, you know, get me a good night's sleep, get me a good start in the morning, and everything will be like that. But I took the Delsim. What are you people? On dope? That's no joke.
1: Now, Delsim's got something in it.
0: Yes. Like? LSD, maybe?
1: It's got, like, the stuff that's, like, in NyQuil.
0: Yeah. And no cuz you can work on it It says you can work uh if you take Delsim
1: it's not a nighttime medicine no, it's not like no.
0: a, it's not a it's not a tranquilizer type stuff like it doesn't have any sleep uh uh-huh. sleep aids Users, yeah. built in so any, and again
1: any uh <clears throat> reverse of those effects cuz sometimes those cold medicines are kind of like whew, they they get Give you, like, a little cocaine-style...
0: Well, you know you have to show ID to buy... Because you can make meth. Right. So all these things that are controlled... Says Delsim is one of those things? Yes.
1: So that's, yeah.
0: You know what's not? Theraflu or Dayquil. Let me start again by saying complete mistake on my part it was everybody's a mistake.
1: going he is in
0: denial no i'm <laughs> i may. All addicts are out there going no.
1: <laughs> oh man this poor guy it's, they're playing they're playing you at the, me- right at the, at at the, the m- meeting at the meetings check this guy out everybody's like oh that's <laughs> yeah that's so cute <laughs> poor
0: guy well and then again backfilling retrofitting some of this is the fact that some people call it robo tripping, like Robotussin, There's an ingredient in Robotussin or the syrup and the purple drink, and all these things. That's essentially what I was doing, uh, unwittingly. Right. And again, in retrospect, I would never do that on purpose. Right. I don't like it. I there was nothing about that that said woohoo. <laughs> so, so that's when things started to get weird. I got up, I got super dizzy and everything was blurry and i've had vertigo it kind of felt like vertigo but vertigo for me is easy to identify look at a spot like a ceiling fan mm-hmm. and if the ceiling fan is just still there you don't have vertigo but if the ceiling fan starts to spin you have vertigo <laughs> what,
1: you mean even when it's not when, mean- no
0: i mean the the whole fan not the blades the uh. whole fan the whole room essentially pick right. anything in the room a lamp whatever and you focus on it And it it feels like it's moving. Side note on vertigo, man. The first time I got vertigo, I laid... I've only had it like two two times or whatever. But the first time was so bad. I was laying in bed, holding the mattress. And feeling like I was going to fall out of bed. And I'm intellectually saying, I know I'm not going to fall out of bed. I know how gravity works. I know how this works. But I'm holding onto the bed, and I felt like the whole room was spinning, and I was gonna tip and fall out. You put a foot on the floor. That yeah, later that was something. One of the things that I did, and there's a lot of things you can do and Epley maneuvers and everything. So that was that was weird, but but it was it didn't feel like vertigo, but it but I couldn't stand up, I couldn't keep my balance. Then I started just swimming, and so I called Abby, our sister, and I said. Am I having a stroke? Because, you know, mom's had strokes. Right. I said, what are, what are some of the stroke things that you do? And she goes, all right, stick out your hands, 45-degree angle, turn them up, turn them down, thumbs up, right thumb up, left thumb up. Okay, that all works. Stick your tongue out, smile. She gave me a bunch of words, raise your eyebrows, all you these things. Did you do it on things. video? Or? Did I get it on video? Did
1: you, like, FaceTime with her? No, no,
0: I, uh, I just called her. Uh-huh. And dad was here. Okay. And so, you know, he's listening. And, and I'm super aware right. of what I'm doing. And I, and I say, okay, I'm doing all this so it doesn't feel like at a stroke. Now, in talking with Abby, I felt slurring. And I said, am I slurring my voice? And she said, yeah, a little bit. And I said, "It, everything feels super weird. And she goes, all right. I said, well, I'm going to call Shanna. I have her come home. You know, take me to the doctor, see what's up. And then literally one minute after we hung up, you call, And you're like, hey, turn on uh, Southside and watch this part. Watch for the first three minutes. I want to watch with you. We're gonna, And I'm thinking, did Abby call you to talk to me to see if I sounded normal? And what was your recollection from my recollection from the beginning of the conversation to the end of the conversation? Was a pretty quick decline. I was like slurring a lot more by the end and spinning and hallucinating.
1: You repeated yourself uh, once or twice. Oh um, really? Um, and you were just like, I feel like I'm on something. Like I feel like I feel weird. I feel like yeah. I'm on something. And I was like, mm. I know you are on cold medicine. How much did you take? You know. What, did you what, say that? Yeah. Okay. What did what I did say? What did you take? You know. I, 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 and I'm like, did you take an edible? You know, like, right, right. You know, did, did you? See, I don't remember any of this. And uh, yeah, and then I was like, w- you're on cold medicine. What? What did you take? And you said like, well, there's a couple things, but it's not that. And I'm like, <laughs> of course <"All> right.
0: not. Because <laughs> I've taken cold medicine a thousand times. Yeah, like,
1: well, I mean, because I'm just like, let's. Let's look at what you've had. Yeah. What did you have? Yeah. And uh, and so it's like, yeah, I don't think it's sad and I need to call Shanna. I'm like, all right. Uh, then I'm still like, y- y- you sound good enough, right? To where I'm like, well, just turn on the show because you, t- you 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 want to see this, right? Right. <laughs> like <laughs> I remember you saying so, that, <laughs> and I'm like, at my house, you know, my coffee is like kicked in, and I'm like starting to clean up, and I'm watching. South South Side, a new episode, which was yeah, news. goal. I
0: had no idea yeah. they're coming out with a new season. I was, I'm so, so happy. Yeah,
1: I was totally like, what? This is great, and 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 it just delivered the goods so strong, and with a, such a personally yep. Uh, yep. appealing reference that I've never heard anywhere outside of the South Side.
0: I haven't sh- either. Chicago. Hey, listen, so. if anybody not living in Chicago have ever said. Cobs as a a ritual to share someone's. Yeah,
1: I get some of that. Right, whatever you got, whatever like, you got,
0: I get some because I, I call cobs, cobs before. Now, if you say no cobs, right, then they can't have any. Right. And and it was amazingly binding. Yep. You know, if you had a big bag of candy, you're walking down yeah. the street, and you go, Cobbs. no Cobbs! <laughs> and you beat everybody. Or if one bird, I said Cobbs before he said no Cobbs. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, he did. Yep. He, okay, Vincent gets them. Right. But nobody else. Right. You know, and then nobody was all butthurt about, like, Sharon. Yeah. You know, it was Dang just it. like, yeah. oh, no Cobbs. St- yeah. yeah. And hey, we'd call Cobbs on French fries. We'd call Cobbs whenever Everything. anybody had anything, anything. you wanted that right. looked good. Right. Yeah, You'd bag of chips. Anything a- and the idea that nobody else in the world apparently has ever done that,
1: yeah, it's got to be somewhere. Like well, I got
0: it clearly I got... it's on, it was, and then on it's South, the South Shore, Shore, yeah. He says, "Cobs," and he goes, "Oh man, I didn't share." <laughs> <laughs> so that was a genius referral to yeah. call and say, "Hey, watch this." Right, but I wonder if it's only
1: funny for f- people from South South Chicago. South Shore. I
0: wonder. I wonder. I think I would to post something. maybe I'll try and find that. Did you post that link?
1: Um well, I just like recorded screenshotted it. it? Yeah,
0: recorded it with okay. my phone and posted it. Did you get any response Did anybody? Not yet.
1: Any... I tagged Dana and BB and
0: Vincent. So Okay.
1: So huh. no response yet. Interesting.
0: But... I'm going to check it out. So so South Shores on the TV and I'm Kind of want south side, right? South side. I'm watching it and I'm trying to absorb it, but at this point, dude, I'm full on outer body experience.
1: up this morning with the
0: sundown shining in I found my mind in a brown paper bag But then I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high I tore my mind
1: on a jagged sky I just dropped in what
0: condition my condition was in so I have to go to the bathroom I stand up and I felt like a giant toddler and I took like right left pause balance on the piano right left pause balance on the table right left pause. And I'm looking around, and I'm laughing. So I get to the bathroom, and I'm going to the bathroom. And at this point... You're in the closet. I'm dry- <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> I'm in the front yard. But, but I get to the bathroom, and I'm out of box. It's, it's bizarre. And I'm thinking, I'm honestly thinking I'm going to die. I'm saying I've never felt like I'm going to die before. There have been three times in my life where I thought I was going to die. Once I was swimming in South Carolina and everybody swam better than me and I tried to swim against the current, completely collapsed arms, lungs, and luckily was drifted into a tree that grew, you know, from the side, pulled myself out. There's a whole story on that. It's a pretty funny story. Well, not. It's funny because I'm okay. Right. It's not funny when you're going through it. And I literally conceded death as I'm like, I'm gonna drown. That's it. And then the other time, I was about 21 ish, and somebody made pot brownies. But I'd never. The whole thing was, and the running joke that everybody thought was so funny, and it wasn't. <laughs> Cause I didn't know They made pop brownies That's not cool It's not cool That's never cool And I'm just gobbling brownies I like brownies Oh
1: man That's oh. bad
0: Yeah So and I, and I just kept And I didn't even know Till the next day So I'm telling you I, Something's wrong with me I don't know what's wrong with me But don't let me go to sleep Cause if I go to sleep I'm gonna die And everyone's like You're not gonna die And they're all laughing And they know what's up And Cause I don't I don't smoke you know, I don't I just don't do any of that stuff. So it was completely foreign to me. It was completely off the rails. And I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm I'm in paranoia and looking around and trying to get as small as I could get. And then but again, that's that was that. Well, this time I said in this out of body thing, I'm going to die and I'm OK with it. I'm not scared I'm not you know I'm okay the only thing that sucks and I'm bargaining with God I just let me talk to my kids and my wife and tell them that that I'm okay tell them that everything is okay and even if I'm gone it's okay and then I'm talking back well what if you don't die oh you know I'm gonna die that's a given I've already accepted it right but you know because I've never had this conversation about death in my head before. I've never made these connections before. And I'm still okay and didn't think I was going to live probably 6 hours later. The the observed me, you know, mm-hmm. this out of body me, I think kind of knew that I was going to come through this. Right. But but my whole mindset was I wasn't coming through it. So I get back to the couch um, I called Shanna. I might have called her before, but anyway, I'm like, you know, can you come home? I'm feeling super weird. Uh, it's kind of a vertigo, nausea, dizziness thing. I f- kind of feel like I'm stoned or on something, and I I don't get stoned enough to know. Okay, I'm I'm having a trip, or I'm having a bad trip, right. or I'm or I'm just high. Like right. if I was high, if I'm high, I don't know I'm high. I'm like I just feel weird. Oh, this is high? Okay. <laughs> so now I'm I'm, I'm freaking out. And, but I'm still watching. I'm still watching and, and aware. I'm aware that I'm walking weird. I'm aware that I'm having a hard time keeping my balance. I'm aware now that my words are slurring more and more and more. And then, you know, Shannon's like, call 911, call 911. She's on the way home. And I said, you know... I'm okay. I'm aware. I'm in touch of everything. I'm not hyperventilating. I'm not having a problem breathing. And still thinking, whatever this is, I'm dying. I'm having a stroke. Something's taking my life. Right. But I'm, But there's no need to call 911. This is all just a process. So come home. So she came home. She called Bella and Richie. Richie met us. Richie came here. I thought it was you. Uh, and I heard the voices. And they weren't laughing which is my first sign of panic you know because as you know right. if we if somebody's drunk or even sick or throwing you know whatever right. we tend to tease them we tend to laugh about it and they weren't laughing mm-hmm. so um, Shannon got me in the car again aware and, I'm, and I think we did the right thing we drove we were kind of on our terms we you know instead of waiting for an ambulance instead of the whole thing we kind of control the the whole narrative get to the hospital and they're asking me questions and i just i'm like can't you see that all these questions are dumb because i'm dying
1: one pill makes you larger and one pill makes you
0: small and <laughs> just get me in the room that's you know, and figure out, and do what you got to do, and so we go in. We go in, and they ask me questions, and then he says, "Can you touch my finger, and then touch my nose? Can I touch his fingers, and then touch right. my nose?" No, I'm, I'm, I finally got it, but I'm reaching out like flailing for it, and I can see it, and I'm laughing at myself that I can't just touch it. And then I stopped there for I don't know how long. Could have been one second. Could have been 20 seconds. But it felt like forever. And he goes, all right, now touch your nose. I'm like, all right. And I remember going super slow and deliberate because I'm going to touch my nose and show everybody I'm all right. I poked myself in the eye. And, <laughs> and then my cheek. And then I finally found my nose. I'm like... That's not good. And that's when I started getting involved in the diagnosis. I'm like, okay, this is weird. Mm -hmm. And we were walking in, the, you remember those keep on trucking like notebooks and bumper stickers where the guy's Mm -hmm. got the legs sticking way out? Yes. That's how I felt. I felt like everything was just goofy and long and gangly. And the guy asked Richie, he goes, is this how he walks? Is this no? And Richie's like, no, no. My dad's coordinated. He's, you know, athletic. He's, this is not my dad. Right. And I'm, and, and I didn't know until, and he said that, then I'm thinking, oh, I'll well, check it out. My legs. They go all the way to the floor. Right? <laughs> but it, and it was just like, oh, I'm trying to take a step and it's weird, you know, and just going around. And it's, it's just surreal. So cut out all that. They went to the, went in. I was hungry. They Shanna had like a granola bar or something. and We ate it and they kind of got mad. They said, "Look, we want to monitor your intake." And everybody's saying stroke, stroke, stroke and everybody's saying diabetic. You're diabetic, you're diabetic. They tested my blood sugar every hour. And when they tested it, I said, "What's my blood sugar?" And they said 116. I said, that's not that high. That doesn't seem bad. And they go, no, but with your history of diabetes, we want to keep an eye on it. I don't I don't think I have a history of diabetes. Can you check the chart? Can you... And then Shannon's looking at me like, you have diabetes and you didn't tell me? And I'm like, no, I don't. And obviously, I have zero credibility in the moment. <laughs> <Right>? because
1: <laughs> You don't know what you have. Right. You don't know what you took.
0: I ended up emailing my doctor afterwards and saying, am I diabetic? Is this something I don't know? And he sent it back. No, you're not diabetic. You've been pre-diabetic for 20 years. You know, just hereditarily, we have a thread of diabetes and a a thread. And he goes, and I've known that. He said, hey, you know, watch your sugar, keep everything here. But my numbers are all good and they're better than they were. So I'm further from diabetic than I am closer to diabetic. But I think The low blood sugar would cause some of the symptoms that I was having. So that's what they were trying to track.
1: Now, uh, I've had them look at my chart and tell me I've got rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. Rheumatoid arthritis is a lot worse than osteoarthritis. Oh, okay. And it's like gets into all your systems and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh. So, cause so the, she's breaking the news to me. Oh, you have rheumatoid arthritis. I'm like, I don't know what that means, right? So, right. But why are you looking at me? Right. like I'm like the saddest puppy right. that ever was. And she's like, Yeah. You're like, but be strong. Well, you know, no. Like, not, she essentially, oh, her, her yeah, body with her body language. language then, okay. You know, and I'm like, Well, all right, of course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna all be right. strong. What does this mean? You know. and Right. Then like. Then months later, one of the other doctors looks at my chart and say, like, Do, Do you have rheumatoid? You have osteoarthritis. Oh. It's like Woo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Osteoarthritis. That, yeah, that was yeah. me. Pre diabetes <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs> So yeah. And so so yeah. they could read it, look at it and say one thing. Yeah. And then someone else could go, No, hold on. So but that sucks. That yeah. sucks for everybody. Yeah. So Which then the are next... you the most, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, from Matt Kaiser, they have all my records, they right. have my charts your credibility n- out the window you're like but it, it's I swear to god, god I'm not
1: diabetic, diabetic and right. like,
0: Tony's so stubborn he just right. can't admit <laughs> right. you know, he's- I don't have a problem with cough syrup I'm not an addict I don't have diabetes <laughs> now listen to this part Right. <laughs> they're playing in the meeting right, right. and I don't, and have, I don't have an anger problem Right. <laughs> I'll kill the next person that's said I do <laughs> So they start, they fed me a little bit, they started running tests, and they wanted to monitor everything that I ate, you know, they said, don't take any medicines, don't take anything, and you know, and I'm like, the f- where am I, what do I have, I have nothing, I'm not going to take anything. They did an EKG, they did a pulmonary something, it was an ultrasound on my neck, and he found like eight veins or whatever and it was really kind of cool and you could listen to it and not knowing what I'm listening for Mm -hmm. I'm like is that a is that a good sound and he's like yes fine then in the MRI they're like you know okay can you walk over and get on the the table because I was on a gurney the whole time and I said I don't think so I said you know can somebody steady me and they were looking at me like what do you mean you can't because i'm laying down reasonably functional and coherent now and and this is in the mid-afternoon and 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 then i'm thinking am i being a baby (laughs) you know so i get up and almost fall down it's still super wobbly super crazy and the the woman in there puts her arm out and and walks me over still really kind of cavalier about it i i don't know if they get a lot of people who can't really walk in there and you know kind of led me over and and like didn't pull her arm away but turned to do whatever she was going to do next and i'm like all right and i lean forward super slow put both hands on the bed lay down strap in they do an mri Then I come back and I do another set of coordination tests. Can you go heel to toe? Can you walk, you know, heel to toe? No. (laughs) The answer is no. Now. You just couldn't stand up? I couldn't at all. Because
1: that'd be like one foot? Right, right.
0: I couldn't at all. And I did a little bit today, you know, and yesterday, just so I could have my own baseline. And, like, if my baseline was yesterday, I would feel bad. Today was better, and I'm sure tomorrow will be even better. You know, it's it's hard. You know, listeners, get up, walk, heel to toe in a super straight line. You know, there's a certain amount of balance. So if you can do it perfectly, congratulations. But it's not it's not like a gimme test. And then they had me stand on one foot. Not happening. I was all over the place, both feet, which they said was a good thing if it one foot. You know, again, I guess... The stroke thing is one side or the other, if, mm-hmm. if one side is different. So then they said, okay, it's like 5 o'clock now. Um, we're going to move you into this room, and we're going to come back and check on you after we get all the results of the test. And they wheeled me down this long hall into a really big room, but off to the side. had TV, which was nice because my other I was just essentially moving from hallway to test room to test room. I said, this honestly feels like a room where you put people and forget about them. (laughs) And she's like, no, no, we're not going to forget about you. And I said, I don't see anybody who just like walks by here and looks in. (laughs) You know, at least before I was out and people were walking by me. Somebody said, hey, that guy's been here for a while. And, And she was super nice, put me in the room, got me the TV, got me all set up. Went to the bathroom a couple more times again with help, either Shanna or a nurse or whatever. And then had some dinner, and they said, well, we were going to release you, but we found something on your MRI, and we want to do another MRI with contrast. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And they said, well, we we do it. We've put a dye in your system, and then we do it. And she explained it, and I still don't get it. But a couple of people I've talked to, apparently. I've heard of that for MRI- different yeah.
1: things. Yeah, just yeah. like. uh
0: MRI with contrast. I've never had a brain MRI before, so and that was kind of cool actually. Um, I I know I can see how people with claustrophobic would have a problem with it because it is a really tight space and you can't. I mean, you could move your head if you made a real effort, but you know I'm sitting there and I'm a little being leery of breathing. I'm thinking is
1: is, is that is
0: that moving too much? And uh, so they did that. And they put me in the room, and, and she says, well, we're going to admit you for the night. And I'm like, w- why? And they go, well, they just have some stuff on the MRI, and we don't want to try and you know, get you out. And we can transfer you to the surgical center directly from here if needed. You don't have to worry about it. So now... Surgery for what? Right. <laughs> I just came out of a brain MRI. Are they going to remove
1: the delsum? Right. <laughs> but you didn't know... At this no, point.
0: I had no idea the cough syrup debacle. Right, I had no idea that was all found out later, mm-hmm. which, in a tidy little bow, was the the amount of Delsom combined with the Prozac was the main catalyst for the hallucination. And people, I guess, do that they they buy it and they use it for drugs and and tripping and all that stuff. I don't ever. Want to trip (laughs) Again (laughs) So we come back Now it's probably 7 o'clock And she comes in and she says Well we found A two centimeter uh, What you call it Image A two centimeter something On your brain Which isn't a small thing And I'm like You mean it's not a big thing Because the way she said it And she goes no She goes I said that wrong it's not small. It's something we want to look at. Something we want to monitor. I'm like, no, you you didn't say that right, because <laughs> you said it like it's not a big tumor. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. And then you know what I said, right? When when uh, they said they found something on your brain, ah, I no. said it's not a tumor. <laughs> she didn't laugh. Well, I know why she didn't laugh, and I also am embarrassed to record that impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here's actually what it sounds like, and my impression is awful. I wouldn't have laughed at it either.
1: I have a headache.
0: It might be a tumor.
1: It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. I'm like, come on! <laughs> Who doesn't want to say that? Who, to, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> if you ever get your brain MRI, you want to say it's not a tumor. She's
1: mad because you're supposed to say is it a tumor? So she. Can oh, start. I stepped on her. Right. I was gonna say that. That's just weird. She's waiting. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. This, right. What's on, right. Your, on your brain. Yeah. Any questions? Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it a tumor? Are you are you like is
1: it a cyst? <laughs> you st- yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, it's on my pineal gland. So, of course, ghoul is the worst thing that's ever been invented for medical stuff. So, I go and I and they tell me I have a pineal a cyst on my pineal gland, <clears throat> which nothing to do with the penis. It's in the brain. It's
1: the penalty phase of your brain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, and they go in the penal system, right. and they never, yeah. and they never come out, yeah, yeah. and it just yeah, it's, generates more. It's corrupted. Yep, yeah. So. And so I look it up, and if you look up pineal cysts, folks, you'll see it can push on your brain, and it can create an awkward gait. I think is what they called it. Uh, fever, which I had, dizziness, which I had, and hallucinations, which I had. But they're sure, they're sure that this isn't what caused my entry and that the pineal cysts are often discovered looking for something else. So they went in looking for something, you know, to see what was there. They found this cyst that just happened... To match my symptoms, which is a tough coincidence for me to swallow. Still, we're still following up. After all
1: those episodes of House, you're still... (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. Yes. That's not the answer. Right. Yeah.
0: The neurologist says it's been there for 20 years and is benign and hasn't grown. Because it's got a decent mass to it. It's like
1: this mole on the back of my head. I've had it for as long as I can remember.
0: Yeah. If it, if it just showed up last week and it was that size, mm-hmm. it would clearly be an indicator of a problem. So that's that's where we were. That's where we ended up. And I have an appointment Monday uh, and then Wednesday with a different doctor, a couple of different sets of doctors. But I'm feeling a lot better. And one thing that's always bugged me, even in The Big Lebowski, love the movie, but like the acid tripping scene, you know, when he's doing the thing, Mm -hmm. and every movie that has, that tries to recreate some sort of hallucinations, I've never identified at all. I'm like, this is just dumb. Why, You You know, I I know what you're trying to do, but you're not communicating that to someone who doesn't know what that is. Now, all those have meaning they
1: all make sense (laughs) they do
0: because at one point i'm sitting here looking at my cell phone in my hand it disappeared and then the whole room turned into my cell phone and dad and shanna disappeared and their voices were coming out of the wall when they talked and moving around and i'm like what and then it, it snapped and then it like Folded up back into my hand, you know, and I'm thinking, what the hell? <laughs> and and the the room was shape shifting and color shifting and and I guess you can have these on uh, mushrooms or or some sort of hallucinogenic. And I've never I've never done that, and I've never imagined it. And when you hear stories about the walls were bleeding or the different things, I'm like, that's just stupid. How could you see something like that? 100% now. In the hospital, there were like people literally turning into animals. And I'm looking and they were like, turn to an animal, back to a person. In an animal, back to a person. And I'm try. if I knew I was hallucinating, it would have been. Right. Cut- what do we what fun fun maybe but it right. definitely would have been you weren't scared to death right yeah i would not have been scared to death and now it's just a matter so we had the funeral the covid the hospital the hallucinization and then dad moved out you know a couple days later and dude it's rough Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. And you know, the the idea that okay, Dad and Nancy aren't here anymore. I don't have to worry about them, not that I had to worry about them, but the idea that they were here every day with Duke and with just with the house and you go grocery shopping and you pick up certain things. Mm-hmm. That that shift, that emptying.
1: Yeah, it's like the kids leaving.
0: Yeah, it it was. It felt exactly like that and and so good news is as you know they're settled in arizona and i'm back to work so folks if you're wondering why there wasn't a podcast the last couple weeks that's why strap in you're gonna get a bunch of them pretty soon and let's see what can we take away from this read the labels and be careful i'm i'm making a little light of it but it, it's a i'm not making an excuse because I messed up, but I'm telling you how I messed up in hopes that you don't mess up that way. I'm usually pretty good about medicine. You know, I'm I'm pretty good about drugs. Drugs are bad, okay? Drugs are bad. I'm good. Uh. <laughs> now, oh. now
1: they're really cracking up at the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> now dig this. I <laughs> <at> the end.
0: <laughs> I am not an addict. <laughs> I don't have an anger problem.
1: <laughs> Belly laughing, rolling the floor. Play it again. Play, it, play again. it again. No, wait for it. Wait for it.
0: Right. I <laughs> am no <more.
1: laughs> so Walk into their cars. How about that? I am not an addict. I know. And it's all learning experience, too. And since you lived, yeah, <laughs> uh, then you learn. So. Which yeah. I'm glad that, you lived. And yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> like I'm not the guy who's going to jump into a river to find out if it's deep enough, right? You know, I might. I'm not going to be the second guy. I'm going to be the fifth guy, the sixth guy. I'm mm. just seeing the first four guys do it ten times and find out exactly where the deep right. part is. Right, uh. and and but I would, but I would jump. So, all right. Any other lessons I need to learn from this, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna okay, yeah <laughs> theoretically, what would they be uh no, I don't have okay. stuff no.
1: I'm
0: just <laughs> just playing yeah, just in
1: that there's always you know there's always something to learn from whatever yeah. we're doing, so yeah so
0: and and that's valid and important, you know there's always something to learn we could always learn stuff for sure and, and i and I believe that in my own defense, I'm not completely stupid, I can learn one of the things I told my kids is uh Ben Franklin, maybe one of the founding fathers said, a wise man learns from others' mistakes. Mm -hmm. A fool learns only from his own. And I'm like, that's smart. And I, of course, my kids never learned from me. They had to all (laughs) make their mistakes anyway. So, all right, that is going to wrap up this uh, for your health episode. Dude, do you know a doctor? Yeah, I know. A doctor who would be interested in coming in and, and recording 10 five-minute segments at a time so we could drop them in different things like ask doc whatever and we talk about different things some with a personality somebody they can even promote their practice if they want or or not but just but an actual licensed doctor you know medical doctor medical doctor or witch doctor witch doctor be cool too i'll take a witch doctor to find one but I just want a doctor to do. Okay, today we're going to talk about colds and flu. Today we're going to talk about safe sex. Today we're going to talk about nutritional supplements. Today we're going to talk about Rogaine. Today we're going to talk about erectile dysfunction. Today, you know, and just do these little targeted segments with questions from the audience members or you know listeners or whatever mm-hmm. we'll submit, and then you know just someone with a good personality. You could we'll... probably get that
1: segment sponsored too, by yeah, by. A any of the hell yeah, any of the healthcare <laughs> f- firms, you know. Uh, now you're
0: talking. <laughs> Come on down to Doc Brown's shop and Doctor Bombay, Doctor Bombay. All right, so we're gonna close here. Thanks for listening. You can find me on all these social medias. I'm gonna start first of the year, Instagramming all the episodes, links to all the episodes, smart with a little background, yeah. And I'm gonna expand. IG. Tony in the Mesa La Mesa. La Mesa outro 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 and that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my sponsors. And you can find more info and episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. Tony on the Mic on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms are slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products. So check it out. And tell your friends and click and like and subscribe and all that stuff.